0: A lifetime original podcast. I had a personal trainer who asked me out. And I said, Sir, if you're asking me out, then what do I need your
1: services for? You know? (laughs) I love a lifetime movie.
0: Anonymous podcasting? It's an oxymoron.
1: This is a triple twist. We got triple twists. God, I need a ranch bar. Their friendship and their interactions remind me of like every decorative piece of wood in a home goods. (laughs) shivers up my
0: spine. I'm looking for the baby Gailey. I just don't have it, Naomi. I don't
2: have it. (laughs) Where are you? When do you feel that irresistible urge to kill again? Is it an occasional desire? An itch that needs to be scratched? Or do you resist it until the monster inside can't be contained anymore? Hello, and welcome to
0: another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey, joined by my dear friend and co
1: host, Naomi Ekparigan. Megan. Hi. Megan. You and I are both running on fumes, but I do think fumes. we lift each other up. You know, love lifts us up where we belong.
0: No, when I got on here, I signed on, I saw your bold lip, and I said, I can do it. <laughs> you know? Well,
1: you know that my bold lip on a Zoom is like the sign that I'm fighting something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm like, of how do I manifest energy? <laughs> no, man. I know. I was like, my
0: makeup isn't even in my home right now, it's in my garage. And what? So I- uh, because I just we just got back from traveling. It was Conrad's first oh, trip. Okay. He did a great job. He did a great job. I held him up. I showed him everybody on the plane, and I said, "This is just <laughs> depending on you." So don't <laughs> mess this- no, and then he was a perfect angel. Wait, was he really? Like he didn't. He didn't fuss. Maybe like at one point he was like, Meh. and then it's like, here's my boob. You're fine, <gasps> Megan. Everyone kept being like, "This is the easiest time to travel with them," and I'm like, "Get away <laughs> from me! Get away!" I keep joking. I keep doing a joke where I'm like, I always knew I'd have my boob out on a Southwest flight. Um, I just thought it would be for more fun reasons. Uh, but so that's a new, that's a new hot one. Um, hot bit, hot bit. So all I did, I just wheeled my suitcase into the garage and I said, I'll get to that's it. it.
1: Okay. So my makeup's now, not even in here. But I do want to talk about the fact that you know because obviously we're here to talk about lifetime movies uh which you know are about women against all odds you know women surviving women being stalked women doing the stalking there's so much there and
0: sometimes women just snapping
1: well speaking of yeah um i you were you were very recently betrayed by your husband yeah
0: um so Naomi was running a little late i was running a little late par for the course <laughs> this is what <laughs> This is what working women in Hollywood is like. (laughs) I can't handle these bitches showing up nine minutes late. Okay. And so (laughs) Naomi said she was running a few behind. She's busy. She's booked. She's blessed. And I said, great, I can grab a snack. I sent that in an email. Like, that's how excited I was. I can grab a snack. So I go down and I think there's going to be like a protein bar, Um, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. something that's like not a meal, but it'll be able to tide me over till the end of this when I can eat a damn sandwich. And I go into the pantry. The box is there. And the box is empty.
1: Oh,
0: girl. And I know who had the last
1: one. And I know (laughs) it wasn't me. And I know it wasn't my sweet baby. Wow. Yep. I mean, I've lived through something like this. You know what I mean? So that's why when I heard it, you know, just hit me where I live. And I need to understand how long has CJ been behaving in this way? Um, What, you know, what reason does he have to justify this level of abuse? Yeah. And what's what's
0: really messed up is he's a h- habitual offender. This is not the first time. It's wow, definitely wow, not going to wow. be the last time because yep. I've said to yep. him on multiple occasions throw out the box. And so then there was a giant box. Giant. Like we're talking like big Costco? box brand. Yeah. Costco <laughs> brand of fruit snacks. Ooh. One pouch left in it. Now that's not as bad, but it's like so, yeah, we don't need we... that
1: whole box. We don't need that whole box for one pouch. You can leave the pouch on the it's, on the it's, shelf.
0: It's infuriating. And, like, yeah. I'm operating on very little sleep because I got up in the night with our son who is sick and struggling with teething. And little did I know, I let a monster sleep. Couldn't believe it. The monster beside me. The, the monster story. beside me who ate the Hidden Valley protein <laughs> bar. It's not Hidden Valley. That's ranch. Think if, ra- if ranch started making bars, ooh, I'd double those up. I would, I would eat a ranch. i like granola with a ranch drizzle. Oh my God, I'd eat a ranch
1: bar. <laughs> I would. Oh my God, Indiana corn queen. Oh Aten my a ranch gosh. Bar. You've seen
0: Corn Kid, right? It's corn! Love him. <laughs> he's know. an icon.
1: He's an he's, icon. Like, perfect. And he's uh, also, I'm going to say like, to me, you know, I see him, and I go. This is why. This is what little black boys are. Before you demonize them, I I know. Before you ruin them, okay? They sweet baby angels, just eating some corn. I know. Okay. He's perfection. He's perfection. He's like nothing's better. And I'm like, oh baby, so good. He's so good. I want him to get a college scholarship just from this corn video.
0: Yeah, at least from the University of Iowa. Something. Come on. Okay. Oh boy, this movie we have no transition for it. We don't have the energy for transitions, okay? <laughs> this movie I liked, I was um baffled. I was duped and stooped and turned around and put back out again. I truly <laughs> it, it it was a it was a it was a masterclass in in lifetime films. We yes. are talking about the podcast
1: murders. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You want me to tell you a little bit about it? Please. Well, I'll tell you. A reclusive true crime podcast host tries to keep a low profile despite achieving massive success for her investigation of the serial killing case she calls the bombshell murders. But soon it becomes clear that with this bizarre case, her anonymity isn't the only thing being threatened. You know what, Megan? Let's just get into it because this one is a little bit of a romp. It's a wild ride. This one, of course, is perfect for us because it is about a podcast host. Yeah. But unlike unlike you and I, this host, uh, whose real name is Chloe Joy, she chooses to be anonymous, and her podcast is a hit. Can you imagine, Megan? Can you imagine having a podcast and saying, I don't want anyone to know me? To me, that was the fictional part of the film (laughs) that someone would
0: start a podcast and not want their name attached to it. I'm like, Chloe Joy must not be a stand up comedian. (laughs) Okay. Because we're out in these streets with 75 podcasts. And and it's like, if this podcast could be called I Love a Megan Gailey and a Naomi Eckbergen, we would ask for that title.
1: (laughs) Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anonymous podcasting. It's an oxymoron. It's insane, especially because she says, like, the podcast gets so popular. She's like, I paid off all my student debt. Like, she's making bank. She lives in a giant house. A giant house. Giant house. I go, lady, this podcast is your livelihood. She's on TikTok, too. We
0: got to find out her deal. We got to get that Chloe Joy deal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the movie opens on a blonde gal and she walks into a house. Now, we talk about how great Lifetime homes are. Mm-hmm. This this was like a college rental. Uh, it's, God, yes. We, we've got white appliances, which is fine. <laughs> I've definitely lived a place with white appliances, but it's not the aspirational that I
1: expect. Oh, God, no. This is like one of those, it reminds me of almost like every um, apartment in Los Angeles. Every, like, you know, because either in LA, it seems the vibe is like, you know, freshly renovated turnkey or has not been touched since 1974. And there was like avocado tile. Okay. I said, this one, this worst kitchen I ever seen in a lifetime movie. I could not believe it. There's also some weird law that was passed in California
0: where I guess it's not weird, but it's like if the building is from before a certain time, they have to have this like disclaimer posted on the exterior door that's like, if you come in here, you're going to get cancer. You've seen these places, right? Like, it's like, we, listen, lead paint, yep, everywhere. Yep, asbestos all over the wall. We love it. Get into this Aaron Brockovich house. Like, it's, <laughs> and you're just like, okay, I guess this is where my friend live. I mean, I lived in one in Studio City where there was just, like, the biohazard thing. And I'm like, yeah, come on up, apartment 32. <laughs> Okay, You did not live in a biohazard. <laughs> I did live in a biohazard and this is pre-pandemic. So it's like people weren't out here right. wearing suits. What are those called? <laughs> P-P-E. Outbreak suits. PPE. P-P-E. Thank you. And you I and still P-P-E. haven't learned that. I haven't <laughs> learned it. You know why? Because we did never take this shit seriously.
1: Oh, you know me. Megan, I went to an indoor party for the first time. And you know, I'm not, I'm not sleeping until I think I get my answers. I think that's my problem. Oh my gosh. CJ took a video
0: of me. I'll have to send it to you. I am passed out on this plane. Mouth open. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is, it's enough to make Fauci (laughs) cry. Okay. Okay. So this gal, she's walking around the worst kitchen we've ever seen and says,
1: The place is
2: great. Better than you described. A bit far from the city, but I kind of like
1: that. And I said, she's going to get killed for lying. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's blonde. She's having fun. but And she's like talking, but also like she's talking to no one. You know how like when you walk into a room and you just assume someone's nearby and you just start talking yep. like I do yep. with Andy since we're always 10 feet apart from each other? A hundred percent. So she's talking like that. But no one's responding. But then we do get, you know, the classic lifetime like flash of someone in the background, right? So, like, yes. someone's there, but whoever it is, don't want to talk to her.
0: Then the power goes out, but it is being renovated. So it's, it's like... also
1: daytime, too, isn't it? Or no, is it night? I thought it was night. I know she did reach for the light. I, I love that I can't even tell if a scene is light or dark. <laughs> <laughs> We, look, we're giving you our best.
0: I mean, I think we were just in that apartment. It felt dark, you know, like it could have been noon, but it was like, I don't want to be in here. Like, it was like shivers
1: up my spine. I know. But okay. The thing is, the place is being renovated. The walls are being painted. And so there's a tray of wet paint and a roller red. and it's red. And that is something that I take issue with. Okay. Cause when I tell you, you talked about your first apartment in Studio City, my first apartment in LA. It was, first of all, I had like 10 days notice to move. You know, I got in a gig. I need to find a place to live. I need a place that will take me and Andy and our two cats, which is easier said than done. And isn't, you know, like all, you know, all the reasons. And so it's like, we find this place and it was spacious. It was a great location. When I tell you the hallway, the hallway was blood red. The oh, hallway no. was wow. red rum, girl. Red rum, terrible. And then, like one room was like dark purple. Like I was like, "Who were the emo teens who lived here before us?" You know. And I was like, "This is terrible." And I was like, "Well, I guess we could paint it." And then, like the landlords who were terrible, he was like, "He goes, you said you were going to paint it." It's like, sir, that's not my job. I was like, "This is why you keep deposits, okay? So that you, when the previous emo teens move out, You you paint it, paint it back to neutral." And so we lived there for two years. And I, when I tell you I have pictures of my cats, like, standing at the end of the hall looking like the damn twins from The Shining. Oh I'm my not God. kidding you. I was like, it's the most terrifying thing. So I see this red wall and I go, get out of here. And that's the thing. they're ch- We're watching in real time someone choose this color exactly. because the walls are white. And
0: then they go, you know what this needs? <laughs> what? I know. I know. You are I lost. Know. You are lost. Honestly, your home should be immediately foreclosed on if you buy a can <laughs> of red paint. It should go, oh, nope, that was a test. We t- the government's taking it back. <laughs> And give it to someone who's not going to paint it red.
1: So I guess what Megan and I are saying is that then uh, a few moments later when this woman turns around, sees someone behind her and starts screaming. Who's
0: ominous, obviously. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we're both like, like, well, I guess she's got to go. You know what I mean? Because so far she's not making smart choices, so... We don't mind it.
0: I'm like, whose house is this? Like, is this hers? And were we going to do some sort of HGTV reveal? Mm -hmm. Like, were we going to move that bus? And I don't know. (laughs) The killer, we do see their shoes. And they're those, like, I can only describe them as, like, hipster hot guy (laughs) stand-up. They're like I'm a cobbler or I'm a blacksmith, but it's like your parents pay your rent and it's 2022. <laughs> they're like the lace up. They're not industrial. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they look like a period shoe, but like a Doc Martin? No, they're like I'm L- Laurie from Little Women. That's like the. Sh- <laughs> it's like why are, why are you wearing the shoe? It's 100 degrees and we're in Los Angeles, and mm. so I'm like, ugh, I bet this killer does alternative comedy.
1: That's immediately
0: what I think when I see the footwear. (laughs) Ah.
1: Well, speaking of alternative comedy, after that, (laughs) after this woman screams, we cut to another blonde woman narrating. And she's like, that was the last time anyone saw Lucy Miller alive. And we basically learned that what we've just seen is like what this podcast host, Chloe Joy, has been doing this whole podcast about. Remember this million dollar making podcast, okay? She's talking about the bombshell murders And she, you know, she's like, I'm anonymous. And, okay, this is so funny to me. She's like.
2: I speak for them anonymously because I, too, share the profile. I see myself in them.
1: And I'm like,
0: okay, what? Uh, Yeah, because I thought she was being anonymous because she's a survivor of assault. And she was afraid that the the person who victimized her was going to come find
1: her. Yes, but then she also says she's only going to reveal... She's only going to say who she is once the killer is found. And I was like, well, is that killer the person who got after you? I don't understand what you have to do with this. So what she is is a blonde woman centering herself (laughs) in someone else's narrative. So I immediately am like, nefarious. Yes. So she has a sign off, which reminded me that we
0: never really got au revoir poppin'. We still don't have uh, a sign-off. I think we both go, bye. <laughs> also, her podcasting setup oh my is God. so intense. She must be coming to us live from the Acast headquarters. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, is this a, a,
1: a radio station in 1982? Absolutely. The neon lights are off the truck. You guys, she sits in a room. On air. She has an on-air sign. She is neon. Like, and we say pink neon, okay? Yeah, it's not even like the Normally on air is just a red light, right? That just says on air. No, no, no. Pink neon. And she's got like little patches of soundproofing. And then across from that is a homemade murder board with all the victims of the murders. And I just felt like, why is it dark? Why is it? You don't need all this. You need soundproofing and that's it. I, 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 I would
0: venture to say you don't even need that based on my own setup. <laughs> There's nothing soundproof in here. Lights on. (laughs) Also, oh, I was just going to ask if you listen to true crime podcasts because- Of course. Especially true crimes while the crime is still happening?
1: Absolutely not. And this is where I take issue, right? Because, you know, everybody wants to be, and I blame this on the case against Anand Saeed. Yeah. Serial. Serial. Thank you. Because the problem is, Serial started this, and then she kind of- Open the case a little bit. Sarah Koenig. Thank you. And then suddenly everybody was like, I'm going to be a Sarah Koenig. I'm going to crack a case. And it's like, no, you ain't. Okay. But most certainly didn't Sarah Koenig get her HBO documentary. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, she's got a condo as well. You know what I mean? She's got a fine uh, out. Yeah. She paid her debts as well off of her little podcast. So that's the problem. So I think a lot of people like to do that. But there's actually nothing I hate more. And I'm going to use my platform to talk about this. There's nothing I hate more when I'm listening to one of my true crime podcasts. And I find out at the end of the episode, okay, an hour, sometimes two hours, the killer is still at large. Right. So then what are we doing here? What are we doing here? First of all, I think they need to say that up top. And then I know not to listen to it. Because I'm not here to listen to somebody to like a string of murders and just be like, oh, well, that's out there. What I want to hear is how the person is eventually caught. Yeah. So we feel safe. Yes. And also like, okay, how does this work? And so... They need to be sitting up top. The case we are about to discuss is still open. You can decide if you want to listen to it or not.
0: Yes. And if you'd
1: like, and, and the people that want to listen probably think they can solve it and they can't.
0: You no, know, like course. that's, I think the real, like those yes. people are like, I'll get to the bottom of this. And it's like, sure you will. Sure you will. You're all Michelle McNamara. <laughs> but it's it, uh, it's honestly too spooky to me. Like even these cold cases, I'm like, <laughs> I get too. Yeah. I get too scared. I recently gave up horror movies. I said, "The world outside I that the we live in—that's in, a horror movie." So Absolutely. I don't need to be watching the newest <laughs> Bloom masterpiece, whatever the hell his name is named. <laughs> Blumhouse. See just, the Blumhouse. He's got a van. I don't, I don't give a damn what he's got. He's got on my last damn nerve. Is what he's got. <laughs> Let me watch my housewives in my lifetime in peace.
1: <laughs> so now. After the episode, as we said, we already told you her name is Chloe Joy. She's anonymous, but we know her name, okay? Because we don't watch the whole motion picture. But after she's recording, she's like in her car. And then she gets a call from a magazine, a writer at a magazine who's like, My name's Ellie Manchester. I'm a journalist from Artemis Entertainment. We're one of the leading entertainment magazines.
2: How did you get this number? We're doing a piece on your podcast. I was wondering if you'd be willing to take part in an exclusive interview. The magazine is willing to pay and pay well.
1: Found ya. (laughs) <laughs> right? You're not that anonymous. You are not anonymous. Like it's, it's so hysterical to me how this entire podcast and this woman's whole career hinges on anonymity, and she gets a call from like Teen Vogue, okay? Right. And she's like working out at the gym, and it's a very intense workout regimen.
0: She is running so fast, and she's on one of those like new new wave treadmills where it's like it. I, whenever I've been on one, I'm like I'm gonna fall off this. They're like shorter, you know, like the the, oh. the treadmill runway is not as long. She mm-hmm. is running so fast. I was yeah. very, up, I was, I go,
1: I couldn't audition for this. No, nope. I know. And then she's like punching a punching bag, and she's very intense. It's like she's fighting someone, and you know. So her whole, the, my point is, her whole vibe is intense. Okay. And yeah. then like when she walks out of the gym to her car, she's got like her keys between her knuckles. And you're like, okay, she's walking the way every woman should, to a car, okay, with your keys between your knuckles as a weapon. But then we see, like, a hooded figure, hello, lifetime bingo, baby, hooded figure, middle of the day, watching her as she pulls out of her car. So it's like, okay, she's really intense, but then perhaps she has a right to be, right? Like, we're kind of getting the sense that, all right, she's been through something. But she doesn't match the intensity for the rest
0: of the film. You know, like, it's like, she never parks in her garage. She's always loose outside. She invites a bunch of people over. Like, it's like, she, we never see her set in a security system. Yeah, It's like, she's like really cautious when she's going to her car in the middle of the day. I'm like, you need to transfer some of that to the rest of your life, Chloe.
1: (laughs) But she's also like in a way to me that's like this is what happens to me as a result of somebody who listens to a bunch of murder podcasts and murder shows. I mean, hello, I'm watching yeah. a show now called I dated a psycho and I'm like so suddenly like everyday interactions I'm just constantly like I don't trust you're a psycho. Him. I don't trust of him. everyone. No, of and course. yet I order food delivery almost every day.
0: Oh, we get into Ubers, say hello, you're a random person, drive me. Thank you.
1: I'm just like so how much do I really want to live, you know? But then she goes to the house again this busted house that we saw in the opening. The house where Lucy Miller was murdered and she, the realtor lets her in, okay? And he's basically like, yeah, no one wants this house. Someone got murdered here. You know, he's like, I'm having trouble making sales. And like, he just lets her in. None of this is important, but the realtor. Oh my gosh. Carl,
0: I found him working to be refreshing. You know, (laughs) it gave me hope. And, (laughs) but also, so like, That's one part. Also, he's saying, like, no one's buying this house. Carl, people are buying houses. The market is hot. Okay. (laughs) They had to they had to raise interest rates to record highs. So if you can't sell this house, then you gotta get out of
1: the game, Carl. Right, 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 right. I mean, they also put Carl in a weird outfit. I just feel like they should have given him a smart button down.
2: And instead of it, it's like a polo. It's
1: like a I could tell it's like a short-sleeve polo with a blazer on top. And I said, Carl. I mean, when you're a realtor, it's all about your image. We know this, selling Sunset, selling OC. Like, you need to be projecting so that then people are like, yes, I trust this person's judgment when it comes to where I'm going to live.
0: Carl needs a spinoff. So we're back at the gym. Chloe meets a guy named Josh, and he helps her wrap her hand because she hit the bag too hard. Now, she has given a description of a serial killer, and Josh fits it to a T. White male, but like... 20s and 30s. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, gosh, exactly. hello. Exactly, a- a- exactly. But it's also like, that's everyone that Chloe's gonna date. You know, like, exactly. everyone that Chloe's gonna date is a potential serial killer.
1: Well, this is what's so, you know, again, for somebody who's like, head on a swivel and like, so scared. I was like, you're letting this strange man touch your body and wrap your hand and like, take care of you. So it's like, so that's why I'm like, okay, girl, you anonymous, but you're getting calls from the magazine. You want to keep everybody away, but you said, wrap my hand, Dr. Daddy. It's like, she, it's like, Chloe, you're making no sense, girl. You're making no sense. But also the way he like looks at her and the flirting. Okay, I assume you're someone who went to the gym in your lifetime. Used to. Now here's a question: When you go to the gym, though, are you obviously you're around other gentlemen and mm-hmm. you know people who are hot, right? Because they go to the gym. So would you go to the gym? Like, would you would you be open to talking to somebody? Would you have a face? I mean, because Chloe's in a Lifetime movie, she has a fresh blowout and a bold lip. Yeah, but like. Would we be doing that in life?
0: I am open. Well, in my past, I was open to flirting
1: literally everywhere.
0: Oh, my God. Not, there's not a place where you couldn't hit on me. <laughs> so, yes, I'm open to it. I once I had a personal trainer who asked me out and I said, sir, if you're asking me out, then what do I need your services for? You know? <laughs> You need to make me feel bad about myself, not good about myself. You're just you're just a bad you're just a bad salesman at this point.
1: Oh, I know what you meant is like if I asked you out that I'm not paying you for your services, you're just no. gonna give them to me for free. No,
0: I'm just like <laughs> you're
1: saying I look good, you're fired.
0: You know? Like I'm here cuz I think I don't look good. Okay, was he hot though? Yeah. Okay. would you have i don't know why i didn't go out with him i think because i was like i'm not dating my trainer that's like a yeah, step yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. too far for for me well no, no no he's he's suspect he's asking out every woman he trains yeah that's true that's you know what true. i mean like yeah not like not you know no, not I'm, that not you're not, no, no, I'm not special no 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 not that you're not special not. And iconic not. but like he's probably a guy who's like <laughs> i train hot women see if i can get with them you know what i mean and then like it's part of his, like, swag. I'm like, oh. he's like, look at all these hot bros. I don't know how men talk.
0: Yeah, and I think pro- he probably just wanted to have sex. I don't think he wanted yeah, to, yeah. like, be Mr. Megan Gailey.
1: <laughs> so, now, later on, after she's been to the gym and stuff, we see... So, okay, here's the thing about Chloe, too. Chloe, obviously, she she reads the comments from strangers on her podcast. Yes, which is also a horror film. Absolutely. And then she also gets emails to, like, the I guess the podcast account that she reads. Yeah. And so we're seeing how, you know, how popular she is, how much people are into her. She gets an email. that's like, a studio is like, we'd like to buy the rights to your podcast. And she deletes it, you know. Answer that. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, this is the thing. I'm like, you ain't trying to sell my rights to the studio? It's like, Chloe, that's what we're all in this game for. Okay. But I'm almost like, the rights
0: to what? The murders? Like, she doesn't own the murder. She didn't invent this.
1: Well, well, maybe I'm just
0: jealous because I know. (laughs) I want a studio to email me.
1: I'll say, I'll sell you the rights to my whole damn life. Megan, I've been watching true crime since I was a child. My Mm -hmm. 2016 half hour was like mostly about true crime. Okay. Then all these other girls come along here, my favorite murder, XYZ. And they just out here millionaires. I said, "Well, if I knew we all wanted to talk about true crime like this, I would have been bringing it to." you. I just felt like I just feel like I was somebody who you know. I mean, I was a whistleblower. I was an early adopter. You were. You were. And then all these things just usurped me. It just usurped. And in this film, it does matter. So the
0: journalist calls back. She's still hot on the trail. Her name is Ellie. She is able to persuade <laughs> Chloe into meeting her like around the block.
1: Yeah, for a drink that night.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So Chloe leaves her house. We see someone watching her. Again, she has a garage, not parked in it. Car, car, just willy nilly
1: out, loose, right?
0: Okay, and I, I, I'm like, I. The house is so rich. I am very confused, but it's
1: like kind of tacky rich because it's of like very it's like modern. linoleum. Yeah, modern, yeah, yeah. modern. I shouldn't say yeah. I'm not, and I'm not into modern, but yes, it's built to be an Airbnb. Yes, 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 yes. So she
0: gets to the bar. They both have Chardonnay. Chardonnay is disgusting.
1: Well, it's just okay. This whole vibe, okay, but you have to explain. Ellie, she's also a blonde girl with a big yeah. smile. We've seen her in a Lifetime movie before. So she's in the Lifetime cinematic universe. And she, but she's but got like blonde curls, okay? So Chloe's giving us blonde bob. Ellie's giving us blonde curls. And she's very smiley. And it's just like very like... I don't know. She's just like, I'm. I've already. I'm already one drink in. You yeah. know, like, oh, let's have a drink. And so, and I just felt like the chardonnay. It just feels very like out of. It's like the white woman olive branch right out of the textbook. You know what I mean? Two girls have chardonnay.
0: I don't buy that they would be having chardonnay. I don't. I think these are Pinot Grigio solving on and girls. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so they connect over the fact that they both were like basically stalked.
2: You talk about being a survivor. I know a little bit about that more than I care to remember.
1: Which I think is a lie out of Ellie's mouth immediately. You know, to just like lure her in. This, yeah. is,
2: this is
0: the part of the scene that I really love. Chloe is like, I wasn't hot in high school. And Ellie's like, but you're <laughs> so hot now. And she's like, yeah, this <laughs> took a lot of work. And I'm like, finally, someone's honest. It's like when they interview these actresses, like, what do you eat in a day? And they're like, oh, my God, I go to In-N-Out 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> I never work out. I have a fast metabolism. It's like, no, you don't. That's not true. And at least Chloe is like, listen, Botox, gym, I have no friends. I'm (laughs) doing treatments. I'm doing hair masks. I'm like, she's like, this takes a lot. I'm like, yes, thank you.
1: Well, then that goes back to me. Because then I wonder, okay, is that why she's so intense at the gym? Right? Are we seeing her being like, I have to stay thin? Do you yes. know what I mean? Because yes. when I look back, I'm like, oh, okay, when she said it's a lot of work, I was like, is that why she's running like she's being chased on the treadmill? I see. And she's at the gym with
0: her hair straightened. Now, I... that's something I would never do. Here's the thing. You can flirt with me at the gym. I don't look good. Like, I am never at the gym hot. Like, yes, do I have some matching little outfits? Of course, because I love a look. But, like, I'm looking all kinds of raggedy mess.
1: <laughs> well... Okay, speaking of how Chloe looks and how she's out in these streets. Now, remember we told you she went to the house where Lucy Miller was killed and she talking to the realtor and then the realtor's like, okay, I'm just going to go look at some other properties. And then, no, he don't. He does not go look at other properties. He stands right outside and watches as Chloe, like, talks into her voice notes, basically, like, narrating. To die in
2: a place like this, surrounded by emptiness, they can walls and rooms perhaps as vacant as the killer's own heart she must have felt so alone something she wasn't used to feeling
1: and then as she he she notices him watching she's like okay i gotta go and then he takes a picture of her as she like runs into her car okay this man takes a like he goes he puts that phone in landscape He gets a couple of snaps, okay? He gives Mm -hmm. us a couple of snaps. Freelance TMZ over here. Thank you. And so the next time Chloe's at the gym, because again, it takes a lot of work, she sees the picture that the realtor took of her on the news. Like she's Meghan Markle. I know. It's too much. She's trying to be this anonymous podcast host and her picture is on the five o'clock news. (laughs) I mean, I think we need to take a break. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Okay, we're back and I am still amazed. I am still verklempt. I am still struggling with the fact that this podcast hosts Identity is Breaking News. But then I also thought to myself, Miss, if you try to be anonymous, you can't be showing up at crime scenes with the realtor. Like, you need to be breaking in, going in at night, doing something where people can't find you. You can't just be out here. No. And, like, there's part of me that's like, I don't even think she wants to be
0: anonymous. Like, it's like, I'm anonymous. Wink, 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 wink. Like, okay, (laughs) sure you are. Also, Naomi, I I don't know if you've, like, I, like, slurred your name. I'm not trying. Naomi, I I don't (laughs) know if you've watched local news lately, but they'll just put on viral videos. Local (laughs) news is TikTok. Like, it's so, they're like, look, Look at, look at this lady dancing. And you're like, Can can I get weather,
1: some sports, maybe some update on Ukraine. Nope. <laughs> well, it's so funny you say it because like I noticed that whenever there's a video, you know, someone posted a video, like there was something where it was like, you know, during the heat wave in LA, there was in another part like an hour away, it was like hailing and raining. And so someone posted a picture. She's like, Oh my god, look at this crazy weather. And literally all the responses are like, I'm with News 7. Can I use your video? I'm nah. with News 4. Can I use your video? And first of all, these, no, you can't use my video, Mr. News Person, unless you want to pay me. Okay? That's content I created. And you right? over here trolling Twitter for news? I know. For news. I'm like, but you're a professional. That's where I go for news. And you and I can't be at the same place for news. Okay? I don't believe it. I don't trust it.
0: Well, I don't know if I ever told you this. I did an interview with the Colts the Indianapolis Colts and then I had someone reach out to me from the news that was like hey we would love to do a story on your dad.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm like what? Why was why did they want to talk to Jeff? I said I don't know if you see this a blue check
0: mark. <laughs> Jeff does not have because my dad's band plays at Colts games, and Wait, I think they, what? Yeah, my dad's band plays at Colts games. Okay,
1: how am I just finding this out? See you guys. This is why it's important to stay podcasting. My dad,
0: I know my dad's going to be really upset. I'm going to flag this episode for him to listen to. My dad is in a classic rock cover band called Knucklehead with an N. If you live. <laughs> Anywhere in the Midwest, you can see them, and my dad's the lead singer. Oh my God! There's (laughs) all. Yes, there's always band drama, and my dad will also be like, you know, this biz we're in. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) we're the same, Dad. (laughs) <laughs> you and Knucklehead's agents, which are just my mom. And so uh yeah, so sometimes
1: Knucklehead will play at Colts games. What is that when you say at the game, is that like before like when you're coming in? Yeah.
0: So there's like a there's like the horseshoe stage. Okay. So when you're walking in, knuckleheads play in there.
1: Wow. hmm Wow. So yes, you are in a showbiz family. Okay. I see. I did not know. That's right. We're the Von Traps. <laughs> True Von Traps. I had no idea. Now, 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 let's get back to this motion picture, because apparently, you know, because Chloe go back to the gym, and then this time, Josh asks her out, yeah, for coffee, so they like leave the gym and go get coffee. So it's like a very quick, immediate thing. And then he says, which for some reason, I really liked how mundane this was when it was like, you know, what do you do? <laughs> he goes um i I work in advertising, sell ad space.
0: that's like a man I would go out with. I was like,
1: you know, I feel like." That's the first time we've gotten such a specific job because normally yes. in a lifetime, it's like, I'm an architect. Like, man is architect. Man is general CEO. Man is fashion designer. And it's like, she's not a fashion designer. Yeah. But like, the guys are always, it's all they like always have to go away on business and they always have blueprints of some kind. Maybe a lawyer. <laughs> so, like, I was like, cool, he sells ads.
0: So based on like this pursuit, I think that Josh knows who she is. There's part of me that's like, maybe Josh is the killer, but Mm. like there he is pursuing Chloe, and this is no knock on Chloe, for nefarious reasons that are not just based on that
1: ass. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so now Ellie is at Chloe's house. (laughs) Okay, again, you anonymous, you trying to be off the grid. Why you got people at your house? You don't know her. Is she a reporter? Why is she in your house? You meet her down the road. At night. And they're drinking. They're having red wine now, which means they're better friends. They're
0: having red wine. They've, they're they on second base now. <laughs> Third base, they're going to have Jaeger. And then they're going to have sex with each other. Let's hope. That'd be fun. But Ellie's, like, <laughs> pretending to drink. And she's, like, given Chloe a heavy pour to keep her talking. Yeah. And they talk about the four victims. And, like, Ellie's acting like this is all, like, oh, she's giving
1: me the secrets. It's like, what? All this is on the podcast. Or in the news. Exactly. She's like, tell me how they died. I'm like, wait a minute. If you know her podcast, then that is literally all this is about. If you are getting with this person to talk to them, you got to get some information that's not on a podcast that everybody listens to. Tell me how they died. So it's so weird. So Ellie
0: Ellie pretends to be so drunk that Chloe invites her to stay the night I at know. her home. It gets in, more insane. And then we see Ellie in a bathroom with pajamas on, brushing her teeth. In what world? I can't even, I'm like, does she have a My mom has a drawer of toothbrushes to give people. Well, that feels right. That
1: feels very Peggy.
0: But no one is there. Right, right. So like, what is, I, I, but then I'm like, she's wearing like a crop top. Like it's That's not even like, tank. it's a not even tank. like, here's a big T, you right. know, it's like here, this is a set this is a damn Target (laughs) pajama set that I have for you with a toothbrush. Now I'm starting to be like, Chloe, you're the psycho.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like for someone who's off the grid, she's very, she has a real open door policy. And that I think is what's so wild.
0: I will speak as the representative of this podcast on this front. I have slept drunk at people's houses. You do not brush your teeth. You do not take off your makeup. You wake up Hopefully your shoes are off. Right. You know, like,
1: you are in your clothes. You're right. holding your purse like it's a pillow. Right. You're, like, in a big chair usually. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like it's like a big a big comfy chair that, like, could double. And then you wake up with a crick in your neck. And you're just like, thank you so much for letting me crash. Oh, my
0: gosh. I woke up at a friend's house from being drunk once, and I had a new niece. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up, oh, I got a niece! All right, gotta go.
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. Now, and for some reason, now I imagine you, like, holding your shoes, walking barefoot through a hospital, <laughs> being yeah. like, I'm looking for the baby, Kaylee.
0: She was across the country, but I was excited oh. still. You know, <laughs> you wake up, you're still kind of drunk. You're like, I feel great. And then at, like, 2 p.m., you're like, I'm going to die. Oh. Okay, so Ellie takes this little... Fake. well, it's a real slumber party based on <laughs> fake pretenses uh, to search through Chloe's house. Yes. Ellie's up to something. Hello. And so she goes
1: into the podcast studio. like Where <laughs> all the neon lights are still on. I mean... It's, no one's recording at his nighttime. Why are the neon lights on in the
0: basement? The thing is, if Ellie spent the night at either of our houses, she wouldn't be able to find the podcast studio because we tear this shit down when we're done with it.
1: <laughs> We put it away. Oh, my God. And she and she's like looking. She, I mean, she's in everything, honey. She's like over here. She's typing on Chloe's computer. I was like, yes. Chloe ain't even password protected. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking. Like, is she trying to guess the password?
0: And then she looks at the true detective wall, and she freaks herself out, and she runs back upstairs.
1: Right. She like focuses. We see one woman. Her name is Megan Hanson, like on the wall, and it looks like Ellie can't even. And so it's like she's like freaks out. And she like knocks into stuff, and then it's like, "I gotta go." And then the next morning, they have coffee, and they're talking about Josh. And so this for me, is part of what I call liquid and laughing because their friendship seems to involve they each hold glasses with both hands as they tell each other stuff, and then they just laugh. So then in the morning, it's like, mm, coffee's the best alarm clock. It's very kind of like what their friendship and their interactions remind me of like every decorative piece of wood in a home goods. You know what I mean? Like coffee set us alarm clock. Shower
0: today. They're living. They're laughing. They're loving. Yes. So because of Ellie's influence, Chloe has decided to like continue the pursuit that Josh is putting on her. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. her and and Josh go to dinner. She has her hair wavy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They're
1: just boring. They're v basic. I'm not into Josh whatsoever. And it's and I think and let me tell you because of course. You know, yes, we talk about the men in Lifetime movies, okay? We judge them. I do think Lifetime movies are soap operas, and I think on soap operas, everyone is chiseled, okay? But this is not simply about my opinion. I think my thing is that because Chloe is supposed to be so closed off and she, you know, is anonymous and trying to do whatever, it feels like whatever person she meets that really kind of gets her to break out of that has to be amazing. And Josh is not charming. He doesn't have a charm to him. Wow. I find Josh to be hot. (sighs) Okay. Well, thank God. In a way, this is good for our friendship. We never have overlaps, you know? No,
0: we don't. We don't. (laughs) If I come home and find you in bed with CJ, (laughs) and
1: you find me with Andy. No, you're going to find me in bed with a box of protein bars. (laughs) I'm going to find you in
0: Conrad's crib. (laughs)
1: With Conrad. spooning Conrad, <laughs> who just crumbs all around us both.
0: you And listen, you may come home and find me apologizing to Mabel for that time <laughs> that I dragged her for having cancer.
1: Oh, my God. I've forgiven you.
0: Thank you. But has Mabel. But has Mabel. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 absolutely not.
0: Okay, so they're boring, and then they decide to have, like, a movie date, and- Josh
1: brings over a scary movie. I don't know why Chloe's like, no. Wait, no, can we talk about this awkward conversation they have at their dinner date? Oh yeah. I need y'all to listen to this because again, this is where Chloe for me. Chloe is so dramatic. Listen to how weird this is. So, what's the story of Chloe Joy?
2: I uh don't really like uh talking about my past like other people do.
1: Oh, I didn't, didn't mean to pry. It was just uh... no,
2: sorry. Um, that came out wrong. I just um I don't really have anybody anymore.
1: Nobody? I'm sorry, that's awful.
2: It's fine. Anyone I did have is gone and have been for a while. College was my first time really on my own, but that was just like all the other students, so it felt natural Mm -hmm. seeing other people feeling alone too college was good for you? Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's where I figured out who I was and who I really wanted to be. Well, I'm glad that you figured out who you were
1: because it's uh, it's really working for you. What? I have no one. I know, and she's like, I don't talk about my past. It's like, what you f- are you talking about? You're on a date with a person. You had to tell them who you are. Right. And
0: she's like, when I was at college, where was that? You know, like, oh, oh, like, yeah, it's really, it is kind of like a conversation that would happen on The Bachelorette, too, of like, I just need to tell you that my parents are divorced. And I was like, okay. (laughs) What was everyone
2: else's?
1: But did you, you know, they were talking about a little bit of stuff. Like, she's like, I don't have anybody. And then Josh is like, yeah, I have a sister. And he kind of brings it up. And I clocked when he said he had a sister. And I was like, I bet his sister wanted a victim.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't clock it because
1: I was like, Are you guys getting bread? Like, no, uh, that's, but I, clocked I felt it. Because, because mm-hmm. I just said, because like, I felt, I'm like, Yes, he's after her for nefarious reasons. But then what I wondered, I assumed, a, I assumed, I was like, Oh, he's a cop. You know, like he's somebody who's like doing. He's like a cop. He does
0: kind of have undercover cop energy. Yes,
1: he was giving me undercover cop vibe. Hey, kids!
0: <laughs> that <laughs> Hello, young that, that Buscemi. You know. Yes. <laughs> okay, so then they watch. Then they are have another date. They watch a scary movie. Chloe gets upset. Leaves. sits on her staircase, which is where you go when you want someone to follow you. Yes, about. exactly. Like, where you like I'm on attention. the second stair. It's like, okay, we're coming to get you, Chloe. <laughs> and so she tells Joss that she was stalked and attacked. And then
1: they kiss. What? <laughs> exactly. What? It's like she kisses him. And I said, I said, honey, Chloe is all over the map. I cannot with her. And then after that, though, he's like, um, I gotta go. He's like, but I'll see you later. And I thought that was like really like I then I felt really bad for Chloe. Cause it's like you open up to this guy and all like, this is my dark past. And then you kiss him, and he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> Yeah. He was not trying to stay and like comfort her or get more information. He was just like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Good to know. I got to work in the morning.
0: Also, fictional in real world, he would have been like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Gotten her to have sex with him and then never spoken to her again. Exactly. That's the Megan Gailey story.
1: (laughs) Relatable. I'm like, what is it about like when a man, like, because there'll be like, there have been some guys where like, I was like why do you want to kiss me when I'm like crying or like when I'm sad? Men are sick in the head. Naomi, m- men tried to have
0: sex with me until the moment Conrad came out of me. Like they are sick. They are sick. They're what wi- they're animals and it's they're wired crazy
1: yeah so that's right. why i'm
0: like now josh definitely nefarious yeah because if you're not there to smash then you're a cop <laughs>
1: <laughs> then you're a cop so after that very awkward day and then josh is like i gotta go downtown you know i got work stuff to do which i was like out of town you sell ad space anyway he's he's going out of town yeah that seems like you could be remote that is not a job that you travel for selling ad space in b2b magazines anyway the next morning, Ellie and Chloe are at a coffee shop because basically, Chloe is like, okay... Because again, she's not hanging out with Ellie because she's decided she wants to do this interview. Yes. And she's like, I want to be in charge of putting out who I am. Yeah. So then she kind of goes to Ellie and is like, okay, let's fast track this. And what you're meant to believe is like, kind of as she gets closer to Josh, she is now becoming more comfortable being like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there so that I don't have any more secrets. But then they're talking. And so this was, you know, Ellie... Ellie's like, how are things? Chloe's like, Josh and I have been seeing each other every day, but things are going really slow. She's like very into him. We learn a little bit about her upbringing, which is basically she was raised by a single mom.
2: Who had sad eyes. I I was was like, Chloe literally is like... She had this sadness behind her eyes, and I never really knew why.
0: But then, totally unconnected, she's like, she died of cancer. I'm like, what? That's a sadness behind her. I thought you were going to be like... I, it just seemed, yeah,
1: Chloe's a mess. Also, this thing, this, this is so stupid, but something that brought I me, mean, she's like, yeah, she died of cancer in my senior year. And I was like, which senior year? High school or college? Because I think they're two different things. And for some reason, I really wanted to be specific about when her mother died. Like, did her mother die when she was at home, when she was away from home? What's going on? And I flag that because then I go, my mother didn't die of cancer.
0: Like, I just immediately yeah. don't believe it because yeah. it's too vague and weird. Also, everyone in Lifetime movies are like, I have no family. It's like, there are not this many people that have no family.
1: <laughs> there just aren't. Well, the thing is, I think that there are, but I think it's the problem is like, because most people who don't have family don't say it like that. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, oh, my parents passed, or oh, I'm not close with my sisters. Do you know what I mean? But it's the way and yeah. Alexa, someone's like, I have no one.
0: There's no one? Like, okay, we're going to need to ancestry.com this because I doubt that's true. Okay, so all of this to say is Josh comes into the coffee shop where Ellie and Chloe are having this meeting. And she's like, Josh? And he's like, got to get some coffee for the road. And it's like, <laughs> you're going on a business trip and you're driving? No. You don't drive
1: to business trips. What town is this? Oh, no, I'm sorry. The town is called Violet City. Violet City, duh. One coffee (laughs) shop? Like, of all all the coffee shops in all the land, he walks in there and, like, didn't know she was there. She's, like, so excited to see him. And then Ellie and Josh meet. And... They are boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, like they are. I was like, oh no, they go way back. Like they're both undercover cops. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, they're FBI agents working together. But they're so obvious that they know each other. Like
0: Ellie touches his arm. She does? I don't think I clocked that. Yes, she touches his arm. She's staring at him while he's ordering. Like it's like, what are you guys doing I guess we did breeze over the fact that Chloe uh, during this before Josh came in says that she knew the first victim yes Megan Hansen.
1: so now this is our second Megan Hansen riff okay
0: and her name in the film has an h -H m-e-g-h-a-n I appreciate that in the notes you spelled it the way I spell it
1: that's so funny because now you're my default Megan because I didn't even I don't think I, I was like I don't know what that is who needs an H? Who needs the H? No, you don't. So later, Chloe is podcasting,
0: and this <laughs> is maybe the funniest scene we've ever had in a Lifetime
1: film. Just listen to it. Listen to it.
2: I can't... When I think about the net Every time, I hear the... Ne-
0: okay, I could not <laughs> get enough of this. It's like when... It's, it's writer's block, but as you called it, podcasters block now it would be like if naomi and i were like welcome back to now another i love a life that i I just don't have it naomi i don't have
1: it and it's like i guess we're supposed to think it's because like she's in love like no i it's like that's the thing it's like she's stressed out because basically after after she just can't find the words she calls Josh. And then you get this and she keeps trying to call him. So it's like, Josh is gone and now she can't talk? I don't understand. I don't understand the connection. The com- <laughs> it's like, you just talk. <laughs> what? It's also like, babe, you make your own podcast. It's called editing software. Edit it. It's like... <laughs> It was so funny. It was dead.
0: so funny. Okay, so she can't get a hold of Josh. Josh is over her. And so she's at the gym and she goes outside. At
1: night. At yes. night. that's yes. what like. She's like, she is so beside herself. She says, I got to go to the gym. It looks like she's the only bitch in the gym. Okay, they yeah, unlocked the gym for her. Okay, they unlocked it for her. And she in, there in the dark is just running on that treadmill.
0: And as she's leaving the gym across the street, <laughs> she sees Josh and Ellie kissing outside of a bar. Now, no. let's remember, this is the gym <laughs> where Josh and Chloe met. In sanity. It's
1: so crazy. It's like d- they wanted her to see them. Yeah, Josh and Ellie. Also, like. it's not just kissing. It's like th- they really had a very like, they're kissing like young lovers. Do you know what I mean? Like as yeah. people who are like, a new relationship where you're like so into the person you just like can't even wait till you get inside to kiss and like she's in a red dress and it's all just very
0: caught up. I did clock her dress. It's I believe it's called a high low hemline. It is another staple of Lifetime, where it's like, it's, it's it's short in the front. It's like a mullet. It's short in the front oh, and then longer uh-huh. Uh-huh. in the back.
1: Yeah, yes. okay. Is that what that's called? I, and I That's those, not asymmetrical hem.
0: No, asymmetrical is like pff, on an angle. Okay. I think high-low, let me look it up. I, I think these dresses are only being made
1: for Lifetime films. You think it's like a Fashion Nova type situation and they just crank them out in every color?
0: Yes, it's called a high-low low wow, I found one that's $1,500. Do not what? buy that. Do not buy that. And it's actually from my, one of my favorite designers and they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> okay, so this obviously sends Chloe into like a tailspin. Of course. And she just starts like driving really fast.
1: But she gets into her because she follows them because basically they're outside of a car, right? Kissing, then they get in a car, then she's in her because she's already still in her She follows them and yeah. they're going back to what looks like Ellie's place.
0: That has miniature... Christmas trees outside. Tiny
1: little Christmas trees outside. Like, Where are we? What is time? <laughs> There's so many of them, too, y'all. It's crazy. Some of look like a hobbit house. And she's got all these little, and so she kind of just watches them go inside and then she drives away
0: really fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Holding yeah, yeah. the
0: steering wheel really tight. Right. Okay. So then the podcasting block has broken because she goes home and starts podcasting and the words flow again. <laughs> Ah. The words flow right out of her like a fountain. And we see that she gets a text from Ellie that she ignores because she hates her now.
1: Right. Now, another thing that is like not anywhere near as important, but is just funny, is that as all of this is happening with this like, Chloe falling for Josh, becoming besties with Ellie, and then, you know, doing this whole interview, Chloe is getting messages. Anonymous messages. (laughs) Like blackmail. They're like, I know who you are if you want to protect your identity, you give me money. And like, just like constantly, just like this, and again, anonymous, who is it? We don't even understand what's happening. And I said, what's going on? There's already a magazine article. So this person is just like, I don't even know what leverage they have. And then finally, like that night, because she's so mad to her, she's like, I know who you are. I'm coming to you. She drives to the house she was at before when Lucy Miller was murdered. And Carl, the realtor, Yes. Is just standing there? <laughs>
0: Mastermind
2: Carl. You think you can blackmail me? That's illegal, you know. One call to the cops, I could have you arrested. Please, I'm sorry. You can't threaten me anymore. There's an article coming out about me that I'm in control of. So you have no leverage, you understand? Okay. None. I haven't sold a house in over a year. I listened to your podcast. I know how successful you are. When you came to the house and I heard your voice, I just saw an opportunity.
0: He said, I haven't sold a house in a year. He goes, I haven't, and I know your podcast is popular. (laughs) We need you to have a career pivot then. This is not (laughs) Chloe's fault. This is not Chloe's fault. Well,
1: I think what's so funny is that like she shows up and she's like, I'm doing an article. Like you can't hold this over me. And then him just being like, I haven't sold a house. I know you have a lot of money from your podcast. (sighs) Okay, whatever. Just go. And then he just tells her to leave. (laughs) Yeah. Who does all that blackmailing and then it's just like, okay, bye. Carl. Okay.
0: So now ugh, buckle your seatbelts because this gets wild. We start to see sort of flashbacks of who this hooded figure has been that's been watching Chloe. And we find out that the whole time it's been dun, dun, dun.
1: Josh. Josh. Wow. Woo! Josh is our hooded figure. I said, how is he doing this? He's everywhere. Because you basically see, you know, as she's like walking away, he's over there the night, then he outside the gym, but then he inside the gym wrapping a hand, then he taking on a date, and then he's like coming out of the bushes to pick up for the date. Selling (laughs) ad sales, going on road trips, (laughs) buying coffee, kissing
0: Ellie... Okay, so we see Chloe leaving her house. Again, it's at nighttime. And I said, now Chloe has many Christmas trees. I think what (laughs) happened is they were like, we need to warm up these sets. Yeah. We yeah, need yeah, these yeah. houses to look lived in and they go, "We'll go get 10 mini Christmas trees." <laughs> uh-huh. And when they're not at Ellie's house, they'll be at Chloe's house <laughs> and to that I say bravo. Emmy for you. <laughs> okay, so Josh is following Chloe in her car and then we see Ellie pull up because Ellie and Chloe are supposed to meet up for like the finality of whatever this
1: news Well, cuz basically when we do see Chloe back at the gym, we learn it's been a week that basically she hasn't heard from Josh in a week. He comes up to her trying to apologize and she's like, I don't even want to hear it. And then he just kind of walks away. He's like, all right. Um, (laughs) So so that's how, so that just, I'm just saying that to say, I'm like, this is how much time has passed between basically her finding this out about Ellie and Josh and then her being like, fine, Ellie, let's hang out. Let's go to a winery.
0: Ellie, if you're on a deadline, you're slow. Okay, so they get to this abandoned warehouse, which is supposed to be the winery. And then, ooh, the twist of all twists. Listen
2: to this. Ellie Manchester, the fifth and final victim of the Bombshell Murders Killer, was lured to an abandoned winery where nobody would hear her scream. What?
1: What? I, that... It. uh, I was shocked, 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 and all shocked. Okay, this whole time, y'all, and it—you know—Chloe is out here having nightmares every night. She wakes up screaming in a terror, like she is doing this podcast where she's like, "Who could have done this to these women? What did it take?" I mean, is making them is has
0: has given them a title, is making them. Front
1: page news, somehow? Yeah. Yeah. And she's the killer. She, the killer. She killed four women. And she's, and so Ellie is like running through this winery and she's like kind of going past the barrels and the distillery and all this kind of stuff. And Ellie's running through and Chloe is telling her how all the women she killed deserve to die. They're like self centered. Exactly. Self centered blondes. And I was like, you mean like you, Chloe? Yeah. And now we realize, so now all this time she'd been spending at the gym running really fast and punching. Punching bags is because she's le- she got to be strong enough to overtake her victims, y'all. Yeah. Because I'm when I tell you, Chloe is five two max. You know what I mean? And then it's like, okay, she's got to figure out how she's gonna get all these murdering. She's gonna ha- how's she gonna get all the murdering done?
0: So Ellie is like asking Chloe
1: questions, like, but as she's running,
0: <laughs> yes, like, and why did you kill this one? And of course, you need the you need the monologue of why the killer did it. And then Chloe's
2: finally like, I know what you've been. Trying to keep me monologuing by yourself sometime, but it's not going to help you. No one will hear you scream. There's nowhere for you to run.
0: And she has a knife out, and she's centimeters away from stabbing her. And right. Ellie says, I'm not buying time. I'm trying to get you to confess. And then, like,
1: SWAT team lights go on. Wow. Wow. So, you guys, now a double twist. This is a double yep. twist. Yep. She okay. They, she double-crossed her. The, okay, so the victim is actually the perp. Okay, the lights come on, snipers are on Ellie, and then who comes down the stairs but Josh? Freeze! Don't move. Not an inch. Yep. Real name Jack, brother to Megan Hanson. The only name we hear more than once. This is a triple twist!
0: Wow. We got triple
1: twists! And
0: Ellie is Megan's best friend friend from childhood. So that's fourth twist. Give me the fifth twist, Megan. Um, They're undercover to try and catch her. Ellie and Josh are engaged. Oh, I forgot. <laughs>
1: Ellie and Josh are engaged, y'all. And they have been like, this whole thing has been them trying to find Chloe and get her to confess. And basically, Josh Jack is like, you talked about Megan befriending somebody and that's something that like, No one ever knew. And she didn't even tell me that until the week before she died. So I knew you had to be involved in some way.
0: Yep. And then. And then the police just let Ellie and Josh Jack be undercover cops, I guess. But like, (laughs) they also like didn't like the cops don't believe Ellie and Josh. And so then they're like, we'll go undercover and get her. And the cops are like,
1: great idea. Great. Call us when it's close. Call us when you're close. Oh, my God. And
0: they the cops were going to let Ellie get stabbed. I mean, it's like, he got too close there.
1: I too know. close for comfort. Well, and also, not just that, but then the whole conversation where, where Ellie and Jock, Jock, Ellie and Josh Jack, <laughs> a.k.a. Jock, are telling her who they are the cops are just standing there and then after like, yes. a boy, the, the cop is like okay that's enough like you filled yes. her in enough and then he like puts her and we learn that chloe's real name is rebecca and that you know she's basically just she's been changing her identity so that you know no one would know that she murdered four women
0: um, what then, i love too is that chloe's like i thought you liked me and it's Josh. like that that's what honey you may get the chair like I this i don't know what state you're in but like You're going away for a long time.
1: Now, this is fun. And then this is where Lifetime flew too close to the sun. This next moment, the final moment of it too close to the sun, y'all. Because then we cut to Ellie and Josh Jack narrating this into microphones. Yeah, Because, yes, they've started their own true crime podcast. (laughs) And
2: that's how it ended. Rebecca Wagner, a.k.a. Chloe Joy, was tried and convicted of all four murders. The confession that Ellie got was instrumental in closing the case. We found my sister's killer.
1: And here we are. And they now help solve cold cases. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tonight. And, Tonight. and that's,
0: re- that's realistic. <laughs> and everybody has a podcast.
1: But did you notice how in that final scene... Like the lighting, the exposure—like it almost looked like they were in like a nineteen fifties set.
0: Yeah, because yeah, it's like
1: because yeah. like Ellie's wearing like a you know like a blouse buttoned up, and she's got her makeup and her curls, and her hair's pulled back, and it was like it was real Stepford Wife energy. Mm-hmm. And like the way she like holds his hand is like, yes, we do it for Megan. It for
0: just, Megan, it was oh such my a gosh. I mean, brain. I think this is the first time that we've had our protagonist become our antagonist. Like, I I really didn't, I really did not see this coming.
1: No, 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 I did not either. I did not either. I mean, it was an excellent twist. I didn't trust Ellie from the beginning. There was nothing about Ellie I trusted, you know? And so the fact that she was out here trying to crack a case, and like, Chloe was having all these nightmares. So I'm like, okay, she's been through something. But I guess she was just having nightmares, because I guess killing people will weigh on your conscience. But when you're a woman. (laughs) Women serial killers have consciences.
0: I mean, moral of the story, don't trust someone who gets hot. <laughs> Not to be trusted.
1: Even if they pretend to be honest by saying it takes a lot of work. Yeah, that's, you know what, that's I mean? what made her a serial killer. Uh-huh. It's like, <laughs> She's like, off. I'm a hungry. <laughs> Oh my God. Speaking of hungry, it's so funny. You like offhandedly mentioned In-N-Out like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And it's all I've been thinking about.
0: For some reason, this episode, I have mentioned 25 brands and none of them are sponsors. (laughs) Like I've just been, and like it, it, I, I just want you at home to listen this. I'm not doing product placement. I just, I'm a product shill. I'm a capitalist.
1: <laughs> I'm an American through and through. Oh, my God. Well, this one was a fun one. I felt like yeah. we went on a lovely, fun journey. And it was a romp. It was good. It was a real romp. And quite honestly, I think next week's going to be a romp, too.
0: Um, yeah. This movie is Secrets in the Family. <laughs> we all have them. <laughs> it's a nurse's dream job takes a turn for the worse when her wealthy patient dies under mysterious circumstances. Being a caretaker prone to mistakes. Okay, well that's not great. She becomes a prime suspect in the investigation. She must quickly uncover her patient's family secrets to prove her innocence. Okay, okay.
1: Out. This movie kicks off the brand new Lifetime "Hateful and Grateful" series. It premieres November fourth at eight PM only on the Lifetime Movie Network. <laughs>
0: Okay, Hateful and Grateful is the perfect series to lead us into the (laughs) holiday season because it's like Thanksgiving is coming and it's going to be grateful, but it's also going to (laughs) be
1: hateful. Oh, this is going to be a fun one, you guys. So strap in, give it a watch, and we will see you next week. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN, because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime, and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, that's my jam.
0: This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. Absolutely not.
1: I Love a Lifetime movie is produced by Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by the podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host, okay? (laughs) It feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits.